0: It will ignite recall so that you can tap into your own life experiences. We don't just hear the knowledge and wisdom gained from our podcast guests. Through powerful story, we can live it. Today, we have a very special guest. Please welcome Jamie Krupnik. Jamie has built her success. On integrity, innovative ideas, hard work, and great communication with her clients. Before embarking on her real estate career, Jamie owned and operated an event production and design agency for over 20 years, creating world class extraordinary experiences. Her passion for luxury design and producing international landmark events comes from the honor and responsibility of knowing that we are each creating memories and experiences that will last a lifetime. Working with top-tier clients, Jamie epitomizes concierge-level service in each and every detail, and this contagious energy launched her on her real estate journey. This extensive experience Is the business-savvy approach that she brings to her real estate clients, both buyers and sellers. Born and raised in Westlake Village, California, Jamie has extensive knowledge in the Conejo Valley and the local housing market. Being a mother of a school-aged son in the community, Jamie is very involved in community activities, charitable ventures, and locally support small businesses and schools in her free time in addition to spending time with her family hiking the local trails enjoying the nearby beaches and supporting local eateries jamie joyfully spends her time pursuing her lifelong high-level competitive equestrian dreams horse properties and ranches are her real estate specialty and she adores finding the perfect home for her clients and their four-legged friends. Jamie is dedicated to building and maintaining long-term relationships with her clients and prides herself on attention to detail, versatile negotiation skills and luxury service. Jamie, it is so great to see you. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. Yes, so fun. And, um, you know, Jamie and I just happened to see each other on the weekend with our boys playing baseball. So I'm I'm fortunate enough to have her on the podcast today, but I'm so fortunate that I get to also see her in the community of Westlake Village. Yes, they're playing on the same team this year too. So it's awesome. Which is great. (laughs) It's so nice. (laughs) Because... You would hear us as fans on each of the teams, you know, when they didn't play on the same team, you know, I would say, go cool, Or when something great happened, you know, I would celebrate it, even though it meant that our team didn't get that point, you know? So it's nice to have them on the same team. Yeah, absolutely. So this is the part of the show where we have the big reveal as to what song we're going to be talking about today. So, Jamie, what song from the 80s, best resonates with the story you're going to tell us today. Can I get a drum roll, please? What is your song, Jamie?
1: My song is Working for the Weekend by Loverboy from 1981.
0: Yes, 1981, Canadian band Loverboy. And I did a little research on on the history of the song. And thank God for Wikipedia. I tell you, I'm a big fan of Wikipedia. The song was written by Paul Dean, the guitarist, Mike Reno, the vocalist, and Matt Frenet, the drummer. Now how this song came about was Paul Dean was trying to get some inspiration to write his next song. And when he was walking around, he looked around and the place was deserted. And so he thought to himself, where is everyone? And of course, he was thinking everyone was working. And then he said specifically, well, I guess they're waiting for the weekend. And so that's when Mike Reno said, let's title that song, Working for the Weekend. So that's where it came about. And from all those hard workers out there, working for the weekend.
1: Working for the weekend, working on the weekend. <laughs> <I'll do
0: that. laughs> exactly. So, Jamie, tell us your story. Uh, my story. so
1: I have owned and operated an event production company for the last just over 20 years actually. I started out my business, I worked at a studio uh, in special events and then I jumped ship and I went on my own. and I went to the other side of events, which is production and design and you know produced high-end luxury red carpet events for a very long time, very successfully. Um, unfortunately, as we all know, in 2020 we, hit a little bit of a shift in our lives with the pandemic. And one of the first things to go was events. So um, for me, it was an immediate, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with my life? I need a different career path. So I'm a really hard worker. I've always been a really hard worker. I built the event business from scratch with a business partner at the time, and then went off on my own solo for many, many years. And I just sort of pulled myself up by my bootstraps and figured out what to do next. And um, events are very relationship based. And I've met a lot of amazing people through events. And obviously, I know a lot of amazing people and wonderful people, family and friends in our community of Westlake Village. And I thought, well, this seems like a really great time to jump and to do something I've always really dreamed of doing, which is going into real estate. So... I started in April with the classes. I completed the classes pretty quickly in June and July and had to wait a little bit to take my test. Again, thank you, COVID. I uh, took my test, got my license and landed at an incredible uh, agency here in Westlake Village, Angle and Volkers, um, with some longtime friends who own the brokerage. And I've hit the ground running and I'm not looking back. So I've entered at the time where it's a really hot real estate market as anybody who's Looking to buy or sell knows it's a crazy time right now. So I'm really enjoying it. And uh, again, relationships, relationships, relationships. So,
0: so good, Jamie. And I'm just I reached out to Jamie to uh, bring her on this podcast because I've on social media have been watching her, and then plus I know um, her family and have known her for quite some time, good fifteen years. And I've always been so impressed by. Your work ethic. And when I saw the pivot happen for you on social media and during this pandemic, because I knew you were in events and I knew you were a top event, you know, planner, I mean, I don't know if you're allowed to talk about this, but uh, Jamie, I'm just going to brag about you for a moment. but you you know, you did American Idol. I remember that. And um I got the luxury of of uh, working with uh, Jamie's parents. And so, they did not hold back on their admiration for their daughter and all of your success. And so to plan these giant events like American Idol uh, uh, party, and then all of a sudden the pandemic hits and it's like, wait, what am I going to do? So you've gone from the, you know these flying all over the world to plan these landmark events. You know, I remember your parents talking about that as well, how you would like, oh, she's off in such and such today, yeah, I'm planning an event. So I mean, I just, I think what's really interested me during this time and what I put, I've put put a lot of thought into is just that mindset, the mindset of how, you know, this pandemic hits and watching people like yourself, Jamie, pull up your bootstraps like you had mentioned and said, all right, this is happening. So how am I going to work now? And knowing and how beautiful it is that you mentioned relationship being um, something that you know so well. Real estate is one hundred percent built on on relationship, and um, so amazing. I'd love to hear more about you know your mindset during that time, and and what was it like to be in your mind, you know, during this time. It's like, all right, well, this is happening.
1: Um, I would say it was a range of emotions, and it was a range of thoughts. Obviously, the first is sadness and mourning of a business that I had built and and grown for so many so many years, and yeah, we did events like. American Idol, they were our first top you know, client when they first launched American Idol. We did all the parties for them. I did a ton of events for different studios. I also planned the big event up in Santa Barbara for the Duke and Duchess uh, when they came and did the polo tournament. And that was... To me, that was like the pinnacle of my career, really, was to be able to work with everybody from across the pond and put on that incredible event with sponsorship and horses, all of the things that I love. But obviously, to meet... You know, the prince and prince and that and Duchess and and to work with them and their team. So that wow. was that was a really incredible time in my life. So of course, mourning and sadness and and whatnot for losing that business. And you know, maybe it'll come back one day, and maybe I can do both of them. But right now, I'm I'm putting all of my energy and all of my time into this new business. So going back to your original question, I would say that my thought process was very much like I need to be creative here. I need to be creative. I need to take some leadership and I need to figure out what I want to do. And, you know, it was a lot of conversations. It was a lot of reading and kind of figuring out how to sort of reinvent myself. And you sort of alluded to it in what you said, and like I was calling it the career pivot, but it really was for me a career pivot. And, you know, in my early 40s, I never thought I would be reinventing myself. But once I started going with it, and once I started learning about it and starting putting together my list of, you know, areas and and my knowledge of the neighborhoods and the community. And I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm going to be really good at this job. Like I, you know, I can do this. And it's something that I'm passionate about. And I have a lot of great people that I've met growing up that are, have moved back here through my son, um, you know, families and friends and through my horseback riding. I just I know a lot of people. And so I started talking to them and getting an idea of what, what their needs are with real estate and, you know, sort of their paths and, it was all about conversations and talking to people and as as much as we could seeing people and discussing things and, you know, just redirecting my energy. Um, And obviously it took a ton of support from my family with, you know, all the hours upon hours of studying and taking tests, which gosh, I haven't done that since college. And so, right. (laughs) That that was a whole nother thing that, you know, you have to, you have to start over again with. So I did it and it was a, it was a huge accomplishment for me. The test, and I got the job at Engel and Volkers, and I had all these amazing people behind me, and you know, it felt like a a restart for me, which was really great.
0: Well, I I have to say, they are so lucky to have you, and you know, anybody to work with you because you do give one hundred and ten percent. You just have that workhorse, right? That you've got that, but you also work smart, and you also know that relationship is key, and you lean into your strengths. And I. I can definitely spot strengths today. So that's what we're going to do next is, you know, for for those of you guys who haven't taken your VIA strengths assessment, I highly recommend it. Um, It's completely free and it really describes who you are to your core. So it really is about VIA, is by way of. It's how we see the world, how we show up in the world by way of these strengths that we hold, and I, I had so much fun, Jamie, because I've I've gotten to know you through your vicariously through your parents. You know, I'd never met you, but I felt like I knew you early on because just based on the amazing things your parents had to say, and then also I've gotten to know you throughout the years at different parties for kids and and things like that, and have always admired you for a lot of the strengths that you uh, bring to the table. And I'm going to list some of them. And I'd love to hear whether, you know, what you think. And when you take the via strengths assessment, let me know if I got any of them right. Okay. So this is called strength spotting. So for number one, I put appreciation of beauty and excellence. Now, let me tell you what the definition of that is, because when you hear the definition, it's it's not shallow, guys, that for those that are listening, um, you think, oh, yeah, you appreciate nice things. No. It, I mean, yes, you do appreciate nice things. However, this is the definition. Noticing and appreciating beauty, excellence, and or skill and performance in different domains of life, from nature to math to science to everyday experiences. There's also moral goodness within appreciation of beauty and excellence. It's also linked to prosocial and behaviors and altruism. So here's why I picked this for Jamie. When you're putting on an event, guys, and you're working with clientele, like uh, what she's mentioned, all of those places, the (laughs) the, um, Duchess and the Duke, detail, 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 and appreciating details for that, right? Appreciating the excellence. You know that when you see a table setting or when you see a beautiful arrangement, you know what work went into making that and you appreciate that. And so people with this strength, when they see a performance, like let's say you're at a horseback riding event and you see somebody do something amazing and you're watching them, you know the work that it took to get to that place. And that's what appreciation of uh, beauty and excellence is.
1: Yeah. I think you're right on. I think that it's one of those things that I am very detail-oriented, which has really helped me with real estate because even as far as the transactions and just getting the houses listed and getting the photos taken and all the little details, a lot of similarity to the things that I did before, right? So you know i'm very specific about how i like things to look for the pictures because i want the house to show beautifully i'm very specific with my contracts i want to read everything i want to help my clients through everything because i want to be able to explain what a contract says and what it means and how that's going to affect them and you know all those types of things which are all things that i had done in my previous career so it's a lot of you know attention to detail and absolutely appreciating the beauty and and all of it and and really, honestly, when you said that, another thing that I thought about was appreciating the beauty in our community and just being outside and taking a breath and appreciating where we live and and that we have the ability to, to do these things and to ride horses and to walk around the lake and to go hiking and, you know, to be in this community. So absolutely, 100%.
0: Yes. And that's, that's called specifically awe. So in your strength, it also talks about the appreciation for awe. In things, A-W-E, how you can see beauty in hiking and all of the things that you just mentioned. So I just didn't, I cut that out, like just to make it short, but that, that is one, of, exactly one Where of the pieces. It? You got it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you knew exactly what it was. And so secondly, I'm going to go into uh, another strength I see, which is bravery. So this is not shrinking by threat or challenge. Difficulty or pain, you speak up for what is right, and you act on conviction, even if it's unpopular. This uh, science shows, and I'm getting this from Dr. Nemec's book on VIA Strengths Interventions. Research shows that you build resistance as these challenges are overcome, and then you, and then it presents itself with more active coping skills. So then you get more coping skills more resilience, uh, based on these challenges that you overcome. Now, what I chose bravery is, is because, well, first off, um, she jumps horses. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, you I'm gotta brave. be brave, brave. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know? So I think that that like definitely played into, uh, that, but I think you, you already have that in your personality and putting on these giant events like you have or stepping being brave stepping into a whole new career path that you you didn't before that is taking an exam during a pandemic guys I did it it is hard studying at my mid-40s plus age I um, you know it's harder to learn things and and so you bring Jamie that level of bravery even pivoting and trying on something new during some really tough times.
1: I agree. And I think that I, I learned that. I mean, truthfully, I'm an only child. And I have always been brought up, you know, my parents, I've always been brought up to be a very strong person and to take chances and to take risks and to follow my heart. And yes, you know what, sometimes it doesn't work out. But you know, if you have the conviction and you have the determination, and I, I believe that I do, it worked out. And I, I'm so grateful that it did, but I don't take any of it for granted. Because yes. I really feel like I, I can tell you, and you already mentioned it, the hours and the the studying and the just everything that went into it. Um, I didn't just willy-nilly wake up and say I'm going to be a real estate agent. You know, <laughs> um, it doesn't work that way. And, and work for a top firm, and you know, and be selling houses for you know in the first couple of months that I've been there, and to have these big transactions and these big deals and handling these clients. But again, people trust me because they know. I've done the research. I know what I'm doing. I, you know, I, I'm not, it's not arbitrary. So, and I, and I am brave. Um, I'm, and I, you and I spoke about this over the weekend, but I also want to be brave for my son. I mean, I have an 11 year old son and I wanted to show him, you know what, Cole, like, I'm not just going to sit here and feel sorry for myself. Like, I wanted to teach him, like, this is what you have to do. Life doesn't always deal you the perfect, you know, hand. And when that happens, like, you got to get up and dust yourself off and figure it out. And ironically, he, out of, I mean, my parents and my friends are very proud of me, but my son, beyond, like, it's the cutest oh. thing to watch him. And he wants to talk about everything and the, all my listing appointments and my showings and my listings, my sales. And he's oh, just, amazing. he's so interested in it. And I like, lo- I love that about it. So, oh, life I left love that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I love that. So he gets to see that work ethic, you know, that the Krupnik yeah. work ethic. Because I know your parents; they've always worked hard in what they've done. So definitely yeah. carrying on that legacy through. Um, um, a couple more strengths. I've got uh, several of them, but I'm going to list two more. I love it. Um, <laughs> social intelligence. So this comes down to relationships. So with with what uh, Jamie was speaking of. Um, with her clients, her attention to detail, and and making sure she knows specifically what those clients' needs are, that is a strength, that to lean into. So it doesn't come naturally for everybody. That's This is unique to Jamie specifically. And um, it's being aware of motives and feelings of other people and oneself and knowing what to do uh, to fit into different social situations. And by social situations, it's really about uh, work, you know, also in those work relationships as well. You can read a room. Jamie can go in and read a room. She can walk in. She goes like, I know who I'm dealing with. I know what personality I'm dealing with right now. This is how I need to work with this client. And it's something that is cellular. She doesn't really have to think about it. It just comes naturally. And that's that social intelligence in play. Since I was younger, I've
1: always kind of played this game with my family and friends that when we go into a restaurant, like I always like to sit in the seat that you can see the people walking in the restaurant, right? And I always like to kind of figure out their stories. And by the end of dinner, like I've now figured sorry if you've sat next to me at dinner because I've probably <laughs> tried to figure out your whole life story just sitting across the table from you. But I, I do find that I I do read a room pretty well. And I I've had to do that with events and with real estate. People are making life decisions, whether I was planning a a big wedding or planning a bar mitzvah, or I was... And now someone's selling their house or buying a house. I mean, these are life events. And you want to know from the client, what do you want from this? Like, What would make you feel good? Because then you want to deliver that. So you need to understand all of the backstory about that person. And most recently, I was dealing with a client who is a widower. And she there, i was very sensitive to a lot of things because this is the first time i mean she's she's older and this is the first time she's ever purchased a house on her own so there was a little bit of a handholding process which i enjoyed because for yes. me i was there to help her and answer her questions and you know she used to have a person about all of that off of, and she doesn't anymore so i wanted mm-hmm. to become that person for her so wow you know, you have to you're right you have to know who you're working with and i i found in both careers that there are so many people that are just there's a formula and they follow the formula and this is how it is. And if it's outside of the box, like that's not going to work for them. But for me, I live outside of the box because Mm -hmm. that's, that's where you actually form the relationships. That's where you get to know people. That's where you build trust. And that's, and that's where you, that's what will help you, you know, to move forward.
0: Yes. Yes. I love it. So great. And how lucky for her to have you as a real estate agent to be there and really support her during that time. That's, that's amazing. And I can oh, see the social. It.
1: Yeah. I've enjoyed it too. Right. So it's, Yeah. I'm like, Oh gosh, your escrow closed. I'm going to miss you. You know, oh, Right. And it was like that with events. I'm like, Oh, the, the, the event is over. And I'm like, we talk 50 times a day. And now we just don't talk anymore. So it's, you become yes. friends. With people. They become part of your life. So.
0: Uh, next I'll put leadership. So you're encouraging a group of people to get things done. At the same time, you are managing um and you keep a good relationship with the group. So you're helping the group get things done, but yet at the same time, you're still maintaining a great relationship with them.
1: Yeah, this is this one's a big one for me actually, and it's funny that you chose that one because I always said in my events business, like I managed a team of people and for some events that were large teams, for some events that were smaller teams, but I always managed a group of people. And I always said to them, like, I'm never going to ask you to do anything that I wouldn't do. So, you know, and we're a team, everything is we, and, and still to this day, I, I'm lucky enough to be on a team at Angle Volkers and we're a team. And I feel like everybody does things together because a team is so much stronger than, you know, the one person. So I, uh, Again, going back to it, like the relationships and what works, like some people have strengths, some people have weaknesses. So you sort of figure out what those are and you fill in the gaps, right? It, you you all want you want to set everyone up for success, which has always been a big thing for me. And you want everyone to walk away feeling like they made a great contribution and they they helped in the end result of whatever that is. An event, a sale of the house, you know whatever that is. You want everybody to feel like they had a significant role.
0: So if you haven't taken the uh VIA strengths assessment. I always have people take it because it is free and um it gives you just some great knowledge. You know, when you do have obstacles coming up, um you know, that in your life, it's great to lean into those because um it just it gives you that that positivity to help move you forward. So, if you haven't taken it, take it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, let's talk about uh, an action item for our audience. I would love to hear Jamie, you know, with your vast experience and with the pivot that you did in 2020, what advice would you have for our listeners? If you had an action item for for our listeners, what would that be?
1: An action item, you know, I think truthfully, it's don't give up. Restart, physical self-restart. I got healthy. I took control of my life. I lost some weight. I, I just, I really felt like I needed to take the reins back on myself. And what I learned through that um, was a lot of accountability and accountability to myself, accountability to my health and putting myself first and to put myself even in the mix. Because for so many years, I was doing everything for everyone else. And I was never taking care of myself. So I really kind of reignited that. And I figured out like, okay, I took care of the health and wellness part of my life. And thank goodness, I'm still knock on wood. Um, you know able to manage that and i'm still doing my hiking and i'm working out every day and i'm meditating and i'm, I'm taking time for myself because all of those things really helped to get me to where i am in this moment mm-hmm. right so take us back to the beginning of 2020 and if i hadn't done all of that work for myself i'm not sure what would have happened but because i did and because i knew how to get back to that and to get back to the roots of that i i thought well okay you you did this one thing you can do this jamie and you just have to use those same skills and the same accountability and don't give up and let's just, let's do it. And, you know, I think that that would be, that would be my action item. It continues to be my action item. I mean, not everything is perfect, obviously. Um, I am starting a new career. There are things I don't know. There are things I'm learning. I'm very grateful to be at a place that has given me the opportunity to be on a team that helps me to make magic and I'm enjoying it every minute. And I, I, I hope to continue on that path, but I don't take any of it for granted. And there are going to be days that I am dealt a hand that is not so easy. And again, just go back to the don't give up, you know, be strong and center yourself
0: and and go get it. So absolutely. Absolutely. That's beautiful. And that was one of your other song choices as well. So Jamie had three song choices and it was Don't Stop Believing" was one of them. And and that song has been used a couple of times on the show, which is such an amazing song. But then she dug a little deeper into the 80s. And that's where she got uh, everybody's, you know, working uh, for the weekend. And then the other one uh, was she works hard for the money. (laughs) So uh, tell us a little bit about how that song, how it was for you making the song choices and how you ended up landing on that song. Other than Uh, me twisting your arm.
1: (laughs) I I, I take everything again back to the detail oriented. Here I am reading all the lyrics and making sure that they're the right. You know, direction. But I would say the part that really you know spoke to me in that song was the part about second chances. So, you know, yes. this is my second chance to make a career, and this is my second chance, uh, you know, to do something that I love and to follow my heart and my passion. So for me, that was that was why I ultimately landed on that song. The other one about don't stop believing. I mean, that is sort of what I just spoke to, which is I had to mm-hmm. believe in myself. I believe in myself. I continue to believe in myself. I'm confident in who I am. I'm confident in who I will become. And
0: yeah, and here we are. (laughs) So great. And she works hard for the money. And I and she does. (laughs) I do. I do. (laughs) Well, I think you bring up such a great point about self-care. When you are a peak performer and that's, that's Jamie is a peak performer. She works really hard, long hours, and it's who she is. But with that, she has to take that downtime. Yeah, it's a
1: non-negotiable really for me. And obviously, with the horseback riding is another outlet, which has been incredible through all of this. I have my horse, and you know, I, I go out to the barn for an hour, and the phone doesn't work, which is amazing, because it's just like I go early in the morning or in the afternoon, and I just have that time to just breathe. You know, Everybody needs to yeah. breathe because you can get so caught up in the craziness and the chaos, and, and really nobody is productive if they're spinning in circles. So
0: no. Yeah. So true. You can get so be so much more productive by taking that time and you alluded to it earlier which was even the mindfulness of awe and taking um, taking the note when you're out there on your horse and you're seeing the beautiful environment you are taking it in and that time you're yourself you don't have the distractions of the cell phone and so then that really is about being mindful and practicing mindfulness. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So great. Yeah. So great. So, um, before we, uh, finish up here, we have to talk about eighties trends and your favorite eighties shows, et cetera. So what, if we were in your closet, uh, in the eighties, what would you be wearing? What were some of your favorites? Neon. I love neon. I still love neon. (laughs) Me too. I still
1: love neon. I would say neon. Yep.
0: So awesome. great. And I love that all the 80s trends are coming back. I had, like I said, I had no idea making this podcast, you know, that the 80s would be then trending, you know?
1: Um, they are. It's, it's amazing. Like
0: 80s fashion is coming back with the shoulder. Look, like a shoulder pad. I got shoulder pads. I know. And the puff sleeves. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> yeah, we're ready. We're ready. I'm so ready for it to come back. <laughs> uh, and then um, what were some of your favorite shows?
1: Oh, my gosh. <sighs> I... I have a lot, I had a lot of favorite shows, Growing Pains, Yes. Growing Pains with Kurt Cameron. I had the biggest crush on Kurt Cameron. He was, yeah. He was, was it, what was Ricky Schroeder's song show? Silver yes. Yes. Silver, yeah, Silver Spoons. I would say like those were two of my favorite, probably because I had a, cr- I've always been a little boy crazy, probably had a yeah. crush on Kurt Cameron and Ricky Schroeder. But- and Ricky Schroeder. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Were- <laughs> yeah. And then there's uh, family ties. I love oh, yeah. family ties. Such yeah, a good show. I loved
1: all those family shows, which is why I, I think too. Yeah. Like now, like this is us, like it sort of feels like the remake of like the family TV show, which I loved.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. Well, Jamie, I just am so grateful to have you here today and giving us your words of wisdom. And huge kudos to you for your giant pivot in uh 2020 and and um and then this this beautiful package of strengths that you have and how you bring that into your real estate business, and it's amazing.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I I feel like you and I are very similar, and I appreciate you for all the same things. So, yes, thank you. Hardworking moms.
0: <laughs> how do people get a hold of you? Because I your Instagram and is beautiful. I love uh, all the things you post on on how houses and all things homes. Um, exactly. How do people get a hold on you?
1: Yeah, I have an Instagram account which is Jamie which Re, um, which maybe you'll provide that. So the spelling, yes. so I do spell my name a little differently. And I also have a Facebook page and a website all can be found through my Instagram and my
0: Facebook page. Super, super. Well, thanks again, Jamie. And until uh, next time. From, yeah.
1: I'd love to hear from anyone. And I'm always looking for fun neighborhood trends and, and things to talk about and things to blog about.
0: So. So great. Such a great wealth of knowledge. Oh, thank you. All right. Till next time. Thank you so much for listening. We want to hear from you. First of all, tell us how these totally rad stories have inspired you. If you have a story with an 80s song inspiration, we want to hear it. You think this podcast is like totally tubular? Well, we would love your review. Stay connected with us on Podopolo and download the app today. Visit me at www.patriciafreiberg.com. Thank you, and we look forward to a double boost of inspiration next Motivational Music Monday.